Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're doing part two of generational healing, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. Ayo Sullins. And DS Ninja is in the house. Listen, listen, listen to me. Listen, listen. They're hating on me so crazy today. You know why? Because I'm fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, um, my dad, uh, we, you know, I ran track growing up in, in high school and a little bit in college. And, I told my dad a couple like weeks ago. No, like, you asked me a question. Okay, you're right. I asked him. I asked him a couple of weeks ago if, what he thought I would run in the 100, and he said a 12 flat. And I was like, "Hello, <laughs> Dad, you're silly." <laughs> I told him that I could probably go like, what did I say, 11 two, 11 three. No, I think I said 11 three, 11 three, 11 four. And Ayla said, "I think she think I can go 11 six. So she had a little bit more respect for me. But he said 12. You know what I ran, Dad? Tell him what I ran. I don't know what you re- Oh, he ran 11.16 in the 50 meter. <laughs> <laughs> um, 11.16 in the open 100. Well, that's what he said. Who t- who timed you? I had the automatic timers at the gym. And you just set them up. And when you so ran, you ran in the gym. That's less than 50 no- <laughs> meters. <laughs> I was on the track. <laughs> oh, speaking of generational healing, I may need some after this hate. Well, well how did that start? I mean... Does it start on movement? Yeah. So, like, you put it right on the finish, like, right on the start line. Yeah. And as soon as your body crosses that start, the time starts. And then when you pass the second laser at the finish, it stops. So, oh. it could be inaccurate. Is what it- no, it's not. How? Yeah. Oh, so you have more than one laser? Yeah. It's four later lasers total. Oh, so okay. So, the, there's a start, it's two start lasers and two finish lasers. But doesn't like somebody have to press it? No. no. If it goes on movement. Yeah, yeah. it goes on movement. Ha. Well, that might might be legit. So that means I would run a ten nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't run no eleven one. I was too scared to time myself. <clears throat> yeah, I bet. Uh, you didn't even tell me you were joking. I you know. just let me believe it. I wanted to wait till this I, moment to I tell you. I knew. I knew. I'm not gonna lie though. I think I. I don't know if I can go eleven. You don't want to face reality. No, but I think I can go like eleven eight though. To be honest, eleven six maybe. Um, on Saturdays because I do these like sprint, these free sprint clinics. And this past Saturday, I had someone out there running, and they was doing their repeat 100s. And on the last couple of them, I ran and went like 12 flat, 12-1, just striding. So I think I can go like 11-6. Now, you remember how you used to teach sprinting, that you reach the top peak, and then you either gradually come down, that makes you faster, <clears throat> I know. or you drop. I know. Because you don't have the speed endurance. I know. I was basically running the 100 straight off of strength, not really like pushing. So yeah. I don't know if I try to go that uh, no, no. I don't know if I try to go that fast. I might decelerate and then not even hit twelve. <laughs> but, hey, we're talking about generational healing. See that that didn't pass down to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that. I think I can go. I think I can do that though. Eleven six without training. I think I can go like eleven two with a little bit of training. With a, with some training, with a little bit yeah. of training, I think go level two. I, if, a little bit, oh, I'm gonna emphasize a little, a little bit. bit. Training, yeah, um, <laughs> with a lot of training, I, I believe you can you can go ten five, ten four. <clears> yeah, but the thing is, what's crazy is that's still not fast enough. Fast enough for what? 
to run like Oh, if you talking about going pro? Oh no, you need a definitely year round coaching. Yeah, and, uh, and training. I don't <clears> think I have the time for that. But um, we're doing a continuation of last week. Last week we were talking about generational um, healing, right? Yeah, generational healing. And we were at the point where we were talking about what would you do with your kid <laughs> if your kid was like disrespecting you and your household. And I want to clear it up because I, when I listened back to it, hey, look, <clears throat> I think it made it. I made I think I made it sound like if he wasn't, if he wanted to do a different like belief like if he wanted to practice a different religion no i was emphasizing like if he was doing something that he wasn't supposed to do like selling drugs or or i don't know doing something that i don't think is the best for him and Mm -hmm. he was coming back to the house and doing stuff that's what i was referencing not the fact that you know if he wanted to practice buddhism like went oh shoot i said booty (laughs) (laughs) buddhism Bootyism too though. Booty. <laughs> yeah, if you want to bootsy collar. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to try uh practice bootyism. Oh crap, I said it again. Bootyism. Um you know, that's that's a totally different that's a totally different uh situation. Well, why would that be acceptable? I I don't think <laughs> I don't think it'll be a, Ayla, I'm sorry dad She took a picture of my feet Cause I got my toes out And sent me a picture Oh you guys are hating well, no, on me No you didn't today. watch it You gotta watch it No Yeah I've seen better feet yeah, Clamped okay. on a branch and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay so alright Okay I'm gonna answer your question But I do this thing with my toes Like I clip my toes together Like I clink Like if you take your point, your two pointer fingers, and you look, look lock them together, I know what you're talking. about. I do that with uh, to the listeners. I do that with my toes, and so she took a video of me doing my big toe and my pinky toe, and I got them like locked together. <laughs> I didn't get my toes cut. My feet are all ashy because we just got up. <laughs> so TMI. Like, yeah, these are haters. But anyway, to answer your question, Dad, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like I would kick Dad's out the house if he wanted to practice a different religion. If he was still in my household, I think. I will try to use that as uh, as more like a teaching. Maybe still make him go to still make him go to church and stuff, and you know, and try to explain to him, like I don't know why, or ask him the question why this belief or whatever. I don't know if I would kick him out the house. I didn't say yeah. anything about kicking him out the house, oh. but why would that be acceptable? Mm. Um, I don't think it's acceptable when you understand heaven is at stake. Yeah, it's not acceptable. Like I said, I'll talk to him. About and then see why he believed that, and then show him why this, I think, is a better. But you had questions about other faith because I remember yeah. one time you came in. I'm not gonna name drop. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were at school, and it was a conversation. And college or high school? I don't. You might have been in elementary school. Oh. But I remember it was a conversation. Now, we live in a Jewish community Mm -hmm. and predominantly Jewish community. And you had a conversation and they were talking about faith and it was being shared around the table. Mm -hmm. And you and you asked somebody a question. I can't remember what you said it was, but. They said, well, they're Christian. And you said, well, what makes you a Christian? Mm-hmm. And so when you put it in that context, context uh, 
what makes a person a follower of Christ? Mm-hmm. And there's certain things because in, in the book of Acts, they say they were first called Christians in Antioch. So there's certain things that <clears throat> happens or take place that makes a person a Christian. And so if someone's following another way, would they be a Christian? Mm. And if they're not a follower of Christ, do they inherit the kingdom of God? I don't remember. Did I ask you a challenging, a challenging question like that? Did I ask? Because I remember, if I'm thinking correctly, the conversation that I had with those friends, I think I was in middle school. Someone was saying that we came from monkeys. I was talking about like evolution mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did I ever ask you questions like that? Like, yes. Uh, yes. <clears throat> and do you recall what I did? No, I don't. I think you probably, most, knowing you, you probably just took me to the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. Why? Because anytime you take somebody to the Bible, that's an opportunity not only for them to read it, but for God to speak to them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm giving you what I feel or think. Yeah. You know, if this is a book of evidence, why not take you to the source? So, I guess say. For conversation purposes, this day I came home one day. I was like, you know what, Dad? I think I'm going to be a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. That's right. I say that right. Yes. On a ding, 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 I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> um, you said I wanted to be a Buddhist, and I was like, Dad, I want to be a Buddhist. I'm like 16 years old. I'm in the house. Dad, I want to be a Buddhist. You can't tell me otherwise. What would, what would you have done? Whoa, 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 whoa! Was that last piece you put on there? <laughs> <laughs> You see, I try to say it real fast. Yeah. <laughs> you were good until you said that. <laughs> yeah. what, what would you have done if I came in the house and was like, Dad, I want to be, uh, I think about being a Buddhist. And I was in your household. I naturally say, what makes you want to be a Buddhist? I would question you on that. I like the statues. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say for that. But what would you, you just would have questioned it. And then what's after that? Then you okay, you like the statues, and then I would take you to verses that talks about statues and and monuments that they worship and what they was said about that mm-hmm. that's idolatry and and in first Corinthians chapter um six, it talks about those in idolatry will not inherit the kingdom of God. do you think it's hard to explain the Bible to people that already don't think the Bible is like a legit thing? The Bible means nothing to somebody who, who who's not of Christ, who doesn't think it's legit. So in that situation, would that be a good idea to show me the Bible? Because if I'm like, oh, I want to be a Buddhist, and you show me the Bible, and I'm like, well, the Bible doesn't really mean anything. Well, I would ask you to show me about Buddhism. Oh. Buddhism. Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we're butchering this. <laughs> You know, because if that's something you're attracted to, what's attracting you to that? What's the benefits of it? Mm-hmm. What's the outcome of doing that? Yeah. And I think if you look back at the children of Israel, when God was having a conversation with, with Moses, and any time they went into something, they, they, they went to God or they built it, uh, had an altar to God. And you knew why you did something. If you, can, if you read the book, of, of 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 Exodus and you read Leviticus and Deuteronomy the 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 first five books 
Yeah. He gives you why you should follow him and what happens if you don't follow him to his stature. So, Ayla, I actually have a challenging question for you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to the last episode or whatever, and we were talking about how you share your faith when people ask you on the job. And yeah. he was like, they can't take that away from you. And, you know, you feel like you're doing your duty. You have to. Um, and you feel like that's right. What would you do if the shoe was on the other foot? Just say that someone watched, was watching Dez and they were um, an atheist. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You say that Dez, I don't know. You say they, I don't know. Dez was praying or something. Or, and they was like, oh, well, do you know like God's not real or whatever? What would you do in that situation? Are they still right to do that? Well, he, here's the thing. that they, The parents of the, the people that I work for, Mm-hmm. They have the ability to fire me. They have the ability to have somebody else who aligns with their values in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, they're aware of how I speak about myself to their children, mm-hmm. and they have not done that. Yeah, no. in our situation, if an atheist was coming in, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chastise them for sharing what they believe. I would answer our son's questions about what they had to say, and then I'm finding somebody else because I don't want them doing that every day to in our, in our home. Mm-hmm. We have a, an option that's an option for us to not have them in our home. Yeah, is that and share those beliefs with our children? Is that get into? I don't know. I don't know. if This is a legal thing. Does that get into legal like? Legality. legality yeah not not with my my line of work oh because you basically like choose you're choosing yeah you're choosing you, you when are. you yeah when you they interview it is a question as to what religion you are a lot of the time like they get to pick their interviewing questions because it's their house mm-hmm. but when you interview it's like oh like what do you believe in have you been asked that yeah every time really mm-hmm. would you ask that yes I don't even because when it comes to rate here, I the the accurate or, or an accurate description of my job is like a um, extension of the family. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I am with the children ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. If you think about that in ratio to how many hours they're asleep, how many hours they're awake, and I'm with them ten hours out of that day, mm-hmm. and so. And I am teaching them how to cope. I am teaching them how to um, to deal with things during the day. They're going to take those things and apply them outside of me being there. You, you think? Know? Uh, yes. I think that if the mother is not at home, the father is not at home, I'm spending the majority of the time, like ratio-wise, I'm spending 10 hours with the girls a day and the mom and dad always have precedence over me and will always have that in the children's hearts, but they are with the child about um, three hours when they get home from the time that I leave to their bedtime, mm-hmm. and then they have the weekends. So ratio-wise, I spend a little bit more time. That's That can be scary if you don't have the right person in your home mm-hmm. watching your kids, and that's what happens in school systems. Mm-hmm. Um that's what they say indoctrinizing. It's, you're right. They're indoctrinating now more so than educating. And so that's <laughs> why there's a big uproar, um, especially in Virginia, um, when the, the governor at that time says, we teach the children what we want to teach, basically. Mm-hmm. And 
getting voted out because of what they were introducing to the kids. And so if you have that and you realizing that the children are the heritage, the heritage, um, <clears throat> the heritage. We're all struggling this word. Yeah, onomatopoeia. Yeah, <laughs> can't say anything right today. What they, your, your genealogy and your generational uh, line, that it affect because you see, especially in the book of Kings, you see that they had a good king, bad king, you know, and this king was, was for the Lord. This king was an abomination. It's because what's been passed down to them. So we have to be very careful. And if you don't train up a child in the way they should go, that can be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in general, I'm not going into somebody's home and trying to tell their child what to believe. What I do is I'm not going to change my myself, my beliefs. So if I am praying, you know, before we leave to make sure that we're getting somewhere safe and she asks me a question, I'm going to answer that question about my faith. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go in. Because they know where you're at. Yeah, because they mm-hmm. know where they where I'm at. They know mm-hmm. that I'm a Christian. They know we have a Christian podcast. They mm-hmm. know what I believe. Mm-hmm. They know now, I'm sure, that Liv's talked about what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, And there's there hasn't been an issue brought up yet. Mm-hmm. If they came to me and talked to me about it, I would talk to them in an honest conversation. If they asked me to stop praying at work, mm-hmm. I would tell them, I'm sorry, you're going to have to find somebody else. Now, that's a, part of my life. I have a question for you again. Um, do you think that's important for everyone to do? As far as like any everyday job, do you think that's important for the Christian that is applying for that job to come in and tell the boss, like, hey, look, look this is what I believe. So I may pray and may do this, that, and third. Because I think on the last episode, I think that was the episode I asked the situation, like, what if your boss told you not to do that? You think that's so, you think that's important to have that, that initial, like, I was I want to say warning, but just saying like okay, acknowledgement. Just, yeah, yeah, that sounds a lot better than warning. Initial acknowledgement, like okay, this is what I believe. So, um, I really just think it depends on your job. Um, I don't know in a corporate setting because mine is very far from a corporate setting. Mine mm-hmm. is very like it's very opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, in most jobs today. Um, well, if you're talking about a corporate setting, um, I don't know if they ask that question. Mm-hmm. And no, they don't. They don't anymore. Yeah. And well, anymore, but I don't think they really ever. Did. I don't. I don't know because it, it depends. Because you got a person that professes to be a Christian but doesn't act like it. You know, then the mindset will be of the person. Well, if Christians act like that, I'm not hiring any. Mm-hmm. You know, it could go both ways. Hmm. You know. But I was never asked that question. And if I would have been asked at that time, I'll say, yeah, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. But I I wasn't a Christian mm-hmm. because I wasn't reading, studying, applying, mm-hmm. you know, or worshiping anything like that, according to scripture to honor God. But I because I associate what the church mean mm-hmm. and I knew heaven was where a Christian go, I would have said, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. You think at that point when you just believed in God, if you went on a job and it's like, hey, you can't talk, pray, or whatever, you think you still stayed there? You think you would have the same reaction as you have now you would back then? No. No, because I'm more mature in, in, in Christ. 
I have a better understanding. Mm. Um, because if that's not allowed, what type of place are you going to work for? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> something interesting. Well, I thought, not interesting, something really cool happened at the gym last week. So um, one of my clients sent me a picture. It was like, hey, my son found your shirt in this in the in the store while they were shopping they had to see god first shirt on it's random like this had nothing to do with what we were talking about but i thought that was pretty cool you found it where at blended oh they were shopping oh, oh. And, and they sent me a picture it's like hey my son found your shirt blended three locations <laughs> <laughs> toledo hartville can <laughs> That reminds me of the Foreman Mirror. <laughs> That's what that, yeah. that reminded me of. That was a free plug for them. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out, shout out to them. But it's it's it's, a, it's really important, and I think that is a challenge today in many communities, uh, especially those where there's a, a church involved and where there is a Christian faith involved. It's more or less that instead of it being taught, it's like more bewitched. You know, it's not following, passing down like you see in Scripture, the wonders of God and what he's done. And I think it's done in in such a way that it's not pointing to God through the Scripture. Mm -hmm. So people gravitate to that, to a mystic type of God, you know. Instead of a a relationship mm-hmm. uh, with him, um, because he allows certain things to happen to strengthen you, that doesn't always seem like a benefit to you yeah. until later. Because I look back now on things that happened, and I saw where God was there, mm-hmm. but at the time, I didn't think He was there. Yeah, but it strengthened me. I've I seen this post and this guy was talking about something like that. He said the difference between believing in God <clears throat> and knowing God. He said a lot of Christians believe in God. So how he set it up, he was like, I don't know, do you believe in your do you believe in your parents? And the guy was like, Well, no, I I know my parents. And he was like, So why would you say you believe in God? If you mm-hmm. knew if you if you trust and believed in God, you would say you know God, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I thought that was pretty interesting, is that I think he, he the way he described he said believe, believing in something doesn't necessarily say that you like have hope in it that you have faith. So like if I said that I believe that the gym is going to grow to do this that and third, that's saying that it's uncertain that it may grow. It's a possibility that's, that's grow. It's just a, a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he said if I know the gym is going to grow, I I'm making it certain that this thing is going to happen. And so he was describing how, and I thought that was really cool, how a lot of Christians say that we believe in God, um, but it, that could just mean that we don't necessarily have the the trust and hope in God, but we should in turn say or strive to know God. And that just reminded me of that. So what does that say about when the other facets of our life, where, where it comes about not only just the family and and the generations, but also your finances, your education and things like that, where there's dreams and hopes or mm-hmm. you're, you're knowing what God says, you know, yeah, and children's children. Prepare I, for them. Yeah. Honestly, when you know, like where you're supposed to be, even when you know, like your spiritual gifts and where you're at, it just gets done. You know, when, I don't know, there's a lot of things like, like, I, I, t- I was telling the client at the gym, I, said, I believe I can run the 400-meter hurdles and be able to compete. 
but I haven't done nothing <laughs> because right. you know because all it is is just like a thought. You know, I believe I could do it. I think I could. You know, if I really, but I don't know that I can do it. But I know the different things I can do within my like faith. I know the different things I can do. Like with it. and that's the, on the other hand, when I you know got into the gym, I knew. And then yeah, I had no other yeah, choice. But knowing but, and doing is two different things. <clears throat> yeah. You know you're supposed to prepare for your family, but most people don't prepare their family for their family for generations. Yeah. You know. Uh, Even prayer wise, like I feel like, um, I said I feel, but I've seen like people who have said that they don't, they haven't prayed for their prayed for their children's like significant other or prayed for like those things for their child generationally. You're welcome, Ayla. Thank you. <laughs> well, after you've been married almost two years, <laughs> maybe you might be mad at me. No. <laughs> wow. No, but my mom prayed for, for D too. And I do think that our relationship, I do think I love our relationship. Uh, we're not obviously perfect, but I do. I love our relationship, and I'm. I think that I'm blessed to have our marriage. But I think obviously that that is from you praying and my mom praying, and I think we take that too lightly. Well, you really thankful because of your in laws. I understand. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Ayla, did you have that thought when we were going back and forth about soccer this morning? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, him. no, I did not have that thought <laughs> this morning. Oh, man. But in general, <laughs> in a general sense, I think that we <laughs> Oh, man. Well, it's, it's, it's important when you talk about prayer. One thing I learned um, in prayer, in an effectual prayer, is really in the situation praying back God's word to yeah. him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lord, you said, you know, I can do all things through Christ. It strengthens me. Oh, I know so, what we're talking about next episode. So as I'm reading his word, I'm praying it back to him. Um because our prayer doesn't move God or act God and it it takes a longer podcast for that, but you see when, you know, in, in the book of James, when you talk about Elijah and he said prayed and it rained and it stopped and all that. But in Kings, God said he was going to cause it to rain, but it didn't happen until Elijah prayed God's word back to him. It happened. So prayer moves God to do what he already said he's going to do or already have in mind to do. This is the fourth time I've James has came up in the last like four or five days. The Book of James. Yeah, yeah. So, but this is my takeaway for this episode. Um, one, I'm just going to use what you guys just talked about is, you know, uh, speaking to the dry bones. <laughs> Shout out to Ezekiel chapter what thirty seven. Yeah, um, um, asking God, you know, praying, praying to God for what God has already put in place. Um, and then two, um, I'm going to say, be mindful that the things that you do, the, the, the way that you move, there's people watching, whether it's your kids, it's um, whoever, there's people watching. So are you being that example that 
God would be pleased about or are you being that example that God would be like, I don't know about that one. But that's my takeaway for today is uh, those two things. Be my, but, uh, Pray with the whole heart and then be mindful of how you're moving and if it's please, if you think it's pleasing God or not. I don't, I don't know if it's a takeaway, but this is a thought that like got provoked from the conversation. I, I was just thinking that um, we don't have to like conform to this world, and and sometimes you may feel it like in in your job space or anywhere you've been. You don't have to conform to what they want you to be in that moment. There are options, and find the options that align with your life and what you want. Because at the end of the day, what God has for our life is is the best best thing for us. So I think really just seeking, I guess my takeaway would be seeking God in everything that you do. Um, whether that be in your workplace or be, you know, just out with your friends and your friendships and all of your relationships um, and seeing him and everything that you do so that you can constantly be surrounded Ayla took my my go-to takeaway. Yeah. Seek God first. Seek God first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my my takeaway is is protect your home, your children, and your children's children by what you put into them. If you put in your just your thoughts and emotions without God's word, are you harming them? Um I think back into uh, Exodus where Pharaoh wanted the handmaidens to kill all the, the children, the boys. And they feared God more than they did the king, and they didn't do it. And then later in that chapter, it said God blessed them with the family because they listened to God more so than men. Mm-hmm. And that's still, that principle still apply today. So whether it's, it's uh, your faith, whether it's economically, whether socially or biblically, we need to pr- pass that on for generations and generations because you will affect them good or bad based on what you do mm. in the name of God. Mm. Oh, whoops. I left the paper over here. Well, that does it for another episode we want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the no negations podcast if this is your first time with us we love for you to subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions if you want more information about this topic or others make sure you head over to our website at www.nonegations.com there you can review or print the show note transcripts the transcripts are great for personal Bible studies, group Bible studies. And if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it, and leave us a nice little review. Tell us what you love about this episode or which episode you heard was your favorite. You can also suggest future topics that you want us to discuss. You can support us financially by ordering any of our no-negations apparel or by donating. It helps us reach our monthly goals, buy new equipment, and provide good content. And if you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's located right next door to the Macy's. So check us out. If you are in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to have you join us. So remember, until next time, seek God first and never give up. 
Deuces.